Hello and welcome to the Slow Evolution Podcast. I'm your host, Anna Engelhardt, and this is the place for all things health and well-being for the busy mom of today. So grab a cup of tea and get ready to be inspired. Hello and welcome to today's exciting episode where we'll be talking about how to enjoy stress-free holidays. And today I'm joined by a fellow mom who a certified self-sabotage and mindset coach with a master's in school counseling and bachelor in psychology. She helps women stop self-sabotaging, see their word, create a life they love and get out of their own way. She's also the co-creator and co-host of the Glass Full of Soul podcast, where she gets to share about her love for wine and women empowerment. Please welcome Caitlin Apple. Caitlin, welcome. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited we got to do this today. Yeah, thank you so much for taking the time and for joining us again. Yeah, I I, I absolutely love um, when we recorded the first episode. So I'm excited about this one. Me too. Especially, you know, about today's topic, because I feel like, I mean, I absolutely love the holidays, the Christmas holidays. Mm -hmm. I love it. But I also know that so many of us are, you know, stressing out so much Mm. for many different reasons. And I think that this year is anyway, a completely different, (laughs) you know, type of year. Totally. Yeah. So before giving all the insights on how to enjoy a stress-free and, you know, also maybe in a way healthy holidays, let's talk for a second. Why are we actually stressing out during this, you know, wonderful time of the year? Yeah. Yeah. It's funny because you hear that phrase and, you know, you hear the song, it's the most wonderful time (laughs) of the year. And for so many people, like you said, it can be such a stressful time. And Honestly, I think that comes from like our need to a couple of different things, right? Our need to really like set the bar really high, right? Our expectation of the holiday season is so high and we kind of do that to ourselves, right? We, mm. we expect it to be good, right? Maybe we have this like really deep nostalgia of like what our holidays were as children and that expectation, right? And I like, we do this like, for New Year's Eve, we do this for Thanksgiving, Christmas, right? You name it. It's this expectation of what it should look like or what it needs to be or how to recreate that like perfect family moment in time and have all these memories. And in the reality, like the, the, all those things that we desire are really, are really just in the present moment, right? In the present time. And we don't need to set all these expectations for ourselves, but it's that, that pressure of what it should be, what it should look like. And and frankly, like making it, it, we even do this in like the comparison game of like Mm. making it better than the other person's, (laughs) right? Like making it so magical and getting our kids every gift they want. And all these things, we put this pressure on like how it should look in addition to how it should feel, how, right. right? And if that comes with a lot of stressful things, right? We have to make sure that the decorations are perfect. We have to make sure our kids get everything on their list. We have to make sure that we wrap everything and make it look great. And right. And 
from go to this person's party and go to that person's party and, and make sure the family's happy and right. Like make sure grandma gets in on time, all these things. When in actuality, we we're just creating those expectations for ourselves, like intrinsically, they don't actually have anything to do with how the holidays should be. That's just the pressure we put on ourselves. So yeah, this, this kind of made up version of, what it should be we're shooting all over ourselves as I like to say right of like right. just the, this idealistic expectation that we can't ever really live up to anyway so that's true that's true you know it's kind of this made-up fantasy of of what it should be and that's what expectation really is of like what we want it to look like and ultimately we can create that from not all these stressful things, right? Yes, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, it's, you know, when I was listening to you, I was thinking about, I, I think I told you before we started recording, is a couple of years ago when our daughter had um, chicken pox over yeah. Christmas. So obviously, you know, we couldn't go anywhere. Usually I'm always, you know, we're always with my family and 24th here, 25th there, you know, you know how it is. But yeah. that that one holiday we were just the four of us you know my husband and the two kids and myself at home yeah and essentially was, quarantined <laughs> exactly yeah. we, were, we were just practicing for this year you know yeah <laughs> getting ready for exactly. 2020 no but it was so it was so nice because mm-hmm. you know there was not this pressure of having to be somewhere at this time you know having to look perfect having mm-hmm. to you know the cook the perfect meal and this and that I mean we still cooked and we did all this but we did it the four of us we did it you know what yeah. I mean like there was no this time pressure that we we create or you know yeah so it was it was really really nice <laughs> yeah and it's because you almost had that you were forced to shed that expectation yes, right exactly forced to you know choose what what ultimately was the healthy point you know healthy thing to do but exactly you were forced to let go yes and that is something that you know I think human beings struggle with a lot especially in a lot of western culture of like you know just letting things fall into place and letting go and letting things flow a little bit and not have this control factor of how it's supposed to look what it's supposed to do this time this person this all the things and, and you know it's 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 just it's this control factor that we're so afraid to let go of when we really have no control. If exactly. 2020 has taught us anything <laughs> is that we have no control over so many things, exactly. except what's like happening on the inside. Right. That's exactly. our control. Yeah. Yeah. I always say the only thing we can control really is our mindset yeah. and how we choose to, you know, react or whatever to a certain situation. Totally. Yeah, you know? totally. So, but uh, so how do we manage you know, to stay stress-free during the holidays? Like, Like, you know, it's funny because holidays are not, like my answer would be really the same to this question, which is like, how do we stop letting outside circumstances, expectations, Mm. pressures control our reactions? um, And how do we choose, right, to maybe tune in a little bit more, tune in intuitively to what our needs are um, and what we really should be, uh, should be doing versus what others think we should be doing or the pressures of society, you know? 
really what we should be doing is listening in. Right. Um, so my number one uh, tip would absolutely be going into this holiday season, any holiday season, covert or not, really asking the question of like, what do I actually want to do? Like, what do feels good to me? And, and with the understanding of sometimes there is family pressure, sometimes there is expectations that we do have to follow, but kind of learning how to set that boundary of like, what to say yes to, what to say no to, and, and tapping in, like tapping in intuitively to that question of like, what actually feels right for me and my, my immediate family right now in this moment. Um, And I think that question is even more crucial right now because we're going through this crazy year and this pandemic and having to sacrifice things more than usual. And, and, you know, kind of noticing like, okay, what's an actual sacrifice versus what was I just doing to, because I had to, or needed to, or was expected to, or maybe putting expectations on myself to. Mm. Um, so we're, we're almost allowed now to tap into this, this question of like, what actually feels right to me. Um, and that question this year might be answered very differently than maybe in other years, which is like, what actually feels safe for me and my family? Right. What, what feels really good to lean into as far as, okay, what, what is my intuition saying about the circumstances or the, where we're being asked to go or what we're being asked to do going out Christmas shopping, you know, all these things, you know, the answers are going to be different this year more than anything. So it's even more important to tune in to really like set that boundary with yourself of like, okay, you know, I love my family. I need what, you know, I need them in my life, just like they need me in my life. Holidays are going to look different. That is sad. That is grief. And it's okay to feel those things and what ultimately feels right for you, you know? And even though the pandemic spin is a little bit different this year, that should be a question you ask yourself every year going into this season of like, what stressors do can I take off the table so it doesn't feel bad anymore so it doesn't feel like I'm running around like a chicken with my head cut off all the time during this season and 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 as moms (laughs) I feel like that pressure is a little bit heavier on us you know like a lot of times the decorating lands on us a lot of times the gifting and the picking out gifts lands on us like right it shouldn't but it does it does Um, (laughs) and so just really like tuning in and asking that question of okay what feels right to me? What can I take off my plate? And what can I take off my table to decrease the stress, decrease the anxiety, and um, ultimately allow myself to enjoy this part of the season? You know, maybe cooking feels like some people love to cook. I love to cook, not Mm -hmm. in high stress situations, but I love to cook. So, you know, maybe other people feel that way. You know, I love the cooking part. I love creating meals. It makes me feel so good. Great. If that feels good to you, make the big meal, you know, and, and serve it to whoever feel, you know, your comfort zone there. And, you know, if it doesn't, you know, get takeout. <laughs> exactly. you know, like there doesn't have to be, you know, hire someone to wrap the gifts for you. If that's not your thing, I get so stressed about wrapping gifts because I'm a terrible wrapper. So, <laughs> you know, maybe I get coals to wrap it for me or whatever, you know, 
it doesn't have to be so this like perfect picture of what it what you're expected to be and this year more than ever you know we got to learn to really set our boundaries because our safety is at risk you know our children's safety is at risk our you know the lives of others and people that we care about is at risk so that question you know what feels right um has to be answered from within not not from you know grandma wanting to have the holiday the way the way she wants it exactly exactly I completely agree with you and you know when I was listening to you uh, you know I just I just kept thinking as moms I think this should be something that we are asking ourselves every single day yes you know? but I think that's a whole different episode <laughs> <laughs> yeah no that's so true though because you know I work with moms and mm. it's important to me that moms really understand that them feeling good trickles down to, you know, their family feeling good. Yes. And it take you know, it changes the energy in the house. It changes how things go and the emotions and everything like that. So yeah, totally. This isn't a question just for the holidays, but you know, 100% a question that people everywhere should be tuning more into and you know what actually feels right and how do I how do I balance that with what I actually need quote unquote to do yeah yeah absolutely but have you always had that mindset or you know has it come with experience (laughs) (laughs) totally not uh totally not and you know I think becoming a mom you know puts this like next level pressure right of my house looking a certain way and things looking, you know, having all these expectations of what it should look like, you know, it even adds this like many layered expectation piece to your life and your mindset. And after becoming a mom, you know, I totally fed into the, the, what it should look like versus what actually felt right to me. Um, And I always leaned on the, the stress and pressure of making it something that I, you know, didn't even really want, you know, um, you know, what, what my time was spent doing and how I take care of me and all these things. Ultimately, you know, I had to learn that the hard way of, you know, I had severe postpartum anxiety. I had postpartum depression. I had sleep deprivation. I had all the things. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, and so, you know, really, having those happen kind of woke me up to, you know, how I was, how I was going to manage that, right. How I was going to take care of this little baby and take care of me. And it wasn't, there was a skewed, a very skewed balance in the beginning. And then slowly, but surely I kind of recognized that, whoa, I'm, yes, I can't control this postpartum anxiety. Yes. I can't control you know, my mental state right now, but how am I contributing to it? Right. Increase it to make it worse. And like pulling back the lens on that, asking myself that this, that question, I realized I was putting so much pressure on myself to have a clean house, have this, have that. And, and, and eventually I just said, fuck it. Exactly. (laughs) Excuse my, eventually I just said, this doesn't, this isn't working anymore. So what, what are the pressures that I can take off that I know aren't actually doing anything for me, except making me feel like less embarrassed or, you know, pleasing others, you know, and, and one of the first thing was like visitors and like taking pressures off there. And 
just like rolling with the punches more and not, not caring that my house was dirty more often than not. And, you know, a lot of things like that. And, you know, when it comes to the holidays, it's the same thing, you know, you, you really have to start questioning, like, all right, what am I doing because of expectation? What am I doing because of, because of what I think it should look like and what others are going to think of me and what do I actually want to do and kind of differentiating those questions, separating them, and then just leaning really into like what you actually want to do is a layer of understanding that sometimes (laughs) we have expectations that we can't avoid, you know? Right, right, right. No, absolutely. But yeah, no, it was a, a, a deep, deep questioning of, who I was, what I wanted, you know, motherhood kind of tends to do that where you're just yes. like, okay, exactly. <laughs> Starting from scratch, what's happening here and where do I go? Right? Exactly. And exactly. It, takes time. it does. It does. I mean, I had my kids or my son when I was 34 and then my daughter when I was 36 and only at that age did I realize I was doing so many things just to please or not even to please, but just because I thought these were the that's expectations what, yeah. of me, you know. Totally. Yeah. And and I thought that's what you know a, a good daughter, a good this or a good that, you know, does, you know. Mm-hmm. And then when I when I had my son, you know, I said I'm not going back to work. You know, I had also that type of work that I was traveling a lot. I was, you know, yeah. responsible for different international markets. So I was traveling a lot and, uh, you know, long hours in this and that. And I mean, I was 34. Okay, that's not old. But, you know, having your first child at that age, it's not like you have it in the beginning of your 20s, you know. Right. Yeah, totally different. So, and I knew that we wanted to have another child, but, you know, you never know. Is it going to work? Is it not going to work? You know? Mm -hmm. So I wanted to be, you know, present. I wanted to go through that experience. I didn't want to give birth to my baby and say, here, you take care of the baby because I got to go back to work. Bye-bye. You know? Yeah. But there was, you know, they didn't sit well with many people around me. And I remember just emotionally, that's so draining, you know, but I learned so much through that. Yeah. through that experience and just saying yeah. no this is what's right mm-hmm. for me and my family yeah you know? I think it's so hard because people well we all do this we come from our perspective right yes. like how could you not want to go back to work right exactly. like exactly. and that's that person's perspective of like okay the balance of what they love and what they're passionate about what means the most to them and where their priorities are right and and it doesn't make them any less of a good mom, bad mom. It's just a different perspective. And, you know, they're, they're driving from a different compass than you are. Right. And it, and it can be hard because so many people have so many opinions about these things and including the way the holidays should look, including the way like we're supposed to manage things. And Mm -hmm. yeah, I, I'm a firm believer in just like questioning everything and then tuning inward of like, okay, Yes. So, but that, that's good for her. That works for her. That's good for you. That works for you. And what do I want? Exactly. What, what do works I for me? What, what, what works feel, for me? Right. What fills up my cup, right? Yeah. And I, and I have, and I think ultimately it's so important. And, and I think a lot of people struggle with this is like learning to like respect 
that mm. of other people, right? Like of, I understand my, I have, I come from one lens, one perspective and you come from a different one. And like, that's cool. Like, and it's hard to do that because our emotions are tied deeply into our belief systems, right? Exactly, exactly. But yeah, it's so important to really, really hone in on your own needs and not allowing the influence of others to mess with that, you know, you know, it's a, it's totally a work in progress even now for me of just learning to... To listen to that yes absolutely but for me the holidays especially now with the kids and now that they're you know a little bit older they're six and a half and eight and a half it's all about I mean as I said I love Christmas but it's all about like decorating together it's all about going and getting decoration together you know yeah. deciding on what it would look like then decorating together you know making cookies and mm-hmm. you know all this type of stuff it's not like I, I love all that. And of course, sometimes it gets a little messy and sometimes, you know, <laughs> baking cookies, all kinds of cookies with the kids, totally. you know. <laughs> I mean, I just said last week and I, you know, we were Flour baking. everywhere. Exactly. <laughs> Muffins. And then on top of that, they had one of their friends that joined us. So it was like all of them wanted to do everything at the same time. I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's bring a little system here, you know. Yeah, totally. <laughs> um, but it's just so nice. And, you know, they love Christmas music and they have it loud. And, you know, even if you hear the same song for, I don't know, the hundredth time. Yeah. Um, it's just nice, you know. Yeah. And I think like that's a really like to to hone in on our point here. It's like that's what feels good to you. You know what yes, I mean? Yes. Making cookies is a feel good thing for you uh decorating is a feel good thing for you same I love to decorate my house it makes me feel so good and some people think decorating is very stressful yes (laughs) right so if that doesn't feel good to you be a minimalist about it or Mm. don't do it at all there is no pressure right And, and I think we put the pressure on ourselves to believe that there's this pressure and sure you might get a naysayer here and there but ultimately like do what feels good to you especially when it comes to the holiday season because and, and, and this year, more than ever, we want it to feel good. We exactly. want it in, in the way that we can, we can do it, right? To feel good. And it, it's a hard year because for a lot of people, it's going to feel really different. Many seats not taken at the table, you know, yes. just a very different vibe and energy. And there's still a way to make it feel good, even with that. Like you said, you know, the one Christmas with, you know, you had the chicken pox and that yes. was that, and you had to choose that. And, and, and yet it felt really good. It felt really relaxing. And yeah, we just did that for Thanksgiving, you know, yeah, yeah. We, we had just the three of us and the dog and I ordered whole foods and all I had to do was stick it in the oven. And you know what we did? We played outside, we took pictures, we yeah. ate when we wanted to, no pressure. We FaceTimed with family Exactly. And it felt great. And did I miss my family? Absolutely. Did I grieve that loss of more time away from them? Yeah. Yeah. That you don't, these feelings aren't mutually exclusive. And that's a beautiful thing in grief, in loss, you can also still feel joy, still feel magic, still feel happiness. And I think knowing that 
is really, really important because so many of us believe they are like we, if we're in pain, we can't also feel joy and happiness. And like, it doesn't actually work like that. (laughs) And so you can feel both at the same time and, 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 and not feel guilty about that. You know, it's okay that, you know, you miss your mom or your grandparents or whoever, and uh, that you're enjoying this little intimate moment of just this Christmas and what it looks like for you guys now, you know? Exactly, exactly. And it goes back to what we were saying in the beginning that, you know, we cannot control much Mm. except, you know, our own mindset and how we, you know, choose to look at things and how we choose to deal with things and how we choose to react to things. So, yeah. Yeah. And I want to like disclaimer that with also, this isn't like a, a, this isn't me telling you to bypass your emotions, right? Like it's so important that we feel that grief and feel the sadness and cry when we miss someone and, and really feel it to heal it kind of thing of like, if you don't get it out, it's just going to like feel worse ultimately and get stuck in your body and carry this like energy in your body. It doesn't serve you to just be like, and we're not going to feel that today, right? Exactly. <laughs> Sometimes we have to numb out and, and that is a coping mechanism. It's just not always the best one uh, yes. when it comes to emotions to feel it is to heal it guys. So definitely, definitely like if you're sad about missing your family members or the Christmas looking differently, like cry, like let exactly. it out. And once you do that, you might actually feel safer to feel that joy, to feel um, you know, the, the special moments in present time with what's happening in front of you, you know, if, if we don't choose to feel that it's all going to get a little messier. Right, right, right. Absolutely. So what would you say is like the most important thing when it comes to reducing the stress levels? Like, where do we start? Mm, two things boundaries 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 <laughs> so important <laughs> um yes boundaries setting boundaries with yourself knowing what your boundaries are so that again is like tuning inward and listening and really kind of feeling into your body of like oh is this a yes for me is this a no for me um and even more so now with just what feels safe to you what feels right for you and your family um but setting those boundaries with family, family members, you know, it isn't always easy, you know, when, especially when there might be confrontation, there might be upset. You don't want to disappoint people that pressure. Um, but ultimately you have to tune in and listen to what your needs are first and foremost. And if someone's upset about you setting a boundary, that's on them, not on you. Exactly. Um, and, and two, knowing when to say, I guess this kind of ties into boundaries, but knowing when to say yes and knowing when to say no, you know, I think that, that, and, and that not just to people, but like to yourself, right? Like right. Does, does decorating feel good this year? Well, if the answer is like, if you're, if you're like, if you make this like guttural, like, no, right. Then that's a hard no for you. Right. Exactly, if you're like, yeah. you're like, Ooh, the, I can't wait to see Christmas lights. Then that's a hard yes for you. Right. Yes. And, and just learning how to tune into your body a little more and the, the really gut women have this beautiful intuition and gut instinct. And your first reaction is tends to be the right one. Right. Um, and so if you're saying yes, when you really don't want to, or you're really, it's a really actually a no, 
there's going to be discourse. You're not going to love it. You're going to feel uncomfortable. You know, all these things happen and that's where the stress comes up, right? You're forced to do something you don't want to do. Right. And, and, and this year more than ever, people are at least even a a little bit more for the most part, not always understanding of those boundaries. Exactly. Question of safety at this point. So just really learning how to say yes and no for you and what feels right and the right answer. Right, right. And I guess, I mean, this year, as hard as it is, and as difficult as it's going to be for, you know, many people around the globe, I think it's a good opportunity. I always look for the opportunities. Mm -hmm. It's a good opportunity to learn and to, you know, check in with yourself. Yeah. What feels right? What doesn't feel right? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And also starting to set these boundaries, you know, that you were talking about for the future. Totally, totally. And yeah, you you get to kind of play around with what you actually want to do Mm. because you're either forced to choose one way (laughs) or, or, and, and then you get to question like, does this way feel better? Does it feel right? Does it feel good? Or you, you have this really, I don't want to say excuse, but I'm trying to find a different word. You have this really good excuse not to do things that you're normally obligated to do. And you get to play around with whether the alternative feels really nice, you know, whether it really does just feel good to stay home and, you know, be in your immediate family. And then, you know, what else has to happen has to happen in the future. But yeah, you get to kind of learn, you learn to learn yourself a little bit more of what it, what you actually want to do yes and how to set those boundaries and kind of let go of the expectation because man this year if anything like all expectations are out the window frankly oh yeah oh yeah (laughs) so that's a good thing in a lot of ways because man people really get stressed this time of year and I don't feel that way you know certainly not this year because we're not invited to anything and there's nothing going on but (laughs) exactly no cocktail parties nothing (laughs) but in other years you know I had to really start to hone that skill of, okay, what are we doing? What exactly. Right to you? And when you have a partner, you know, in a family, you, you tune into their needs too. It doesn't always revolve around you, but. Exactly. Well, but, you kind of do what's best for, for the family, but that's where yeah. also, you know, self-care comes into play where, you know, totally. even if you have to do something that you're not like totally on board with I yeah. think still self-care every single day is so crucial and so important to take the 15 minutes 30 minutes however much time you need or you can you know take just for yourself and to fill up your cup you know at the end of the totally. day totally yeah yeah and there are times when you know and and this may look frowned upon by certain people or some you know by whoever but there are sometimes like in family you know probably before, like, this is an example of like before COVID and stuff, but there are times where my husband will just take our son and go to his family event Mm. and I'll stay home and take a bath and read and, and actually just take time for me because it's so hard to find these days. Right. And you know, if people have a problem with that, I don't really care. Like that's not (laughs) to offend anybody. It's just like, Hey, like this is where it fits. And, you know, you can do your thing with your family and I can do, and sometimes we can all come together and sometimes we, you know, whatever, whatever works for your situation, you know, that you aren't obligated. And I think like, 
we put all this pressure on these obligations and ultimately they're mostly self-created with a little pressure from outside sources, right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And I always say, because, you know, there are all, as you said, so much expectations and, you know, from outside, from inside and so on. I always say, you know, don't make anybody else's problem your own problem. Mm you know yeah and that's and that's a great reminder to go back to like if you're if you have a hard no and someone doesn't like that not your problem right not your problem yeah like and and it's that's not try to remember and remind yourself that that's not just because someone has a poor reaction doesn't mean you made the wrong decision right doesn't mean you're doing anything wrong yes sometimes people get upset yes Yes, <laughs> you know, and that's not on you in that circumstance, especially when it when it comes to respecting yourself and setting good boundaries. Yes, absolutely. Oh, I love that. We can talk for hours and hours and hours, but I know that you're busy and you want to go back to your family. So thank you so much for taking the time to share your knowledge welcome. and your experience. Um, it's always very, very much appreciated, and I love having you on the podcast. Same. I love to be here. (laughs) And to our audience, thank you so much for listening. And I hope that with this episode, uh, you're inspired to enjoy uh, stress-free holidays and that it's, you know, possible. And it all comes down really to your mindset and how you choose to, you know, set boundaries and react to, to certain situations. And Kate, maybe you can share with us where we can connect with you and follow you. Yeah, absolutely. So most of the time you can find me on Instagram. That is kate.apple, C-A-I-T dot A-P-P-L-E, like the fruit. That is my real last name. (laughs) It's actually my maiden name. And uh, you can also check out my website. It's activelyhappycoaching.com. Actually, no, it's not anymore. It's just caitlinapple.com. So Caitlin with two I's, not any Y's, no Y's in there. And then, yeah, that's mostly where I hang out. Perfect. Thank you so much for sharing. Thank you so much for listening and for being here. It truly means the world to me. I would love to connect with as many of you as possible. So let's connect on Instagram. You can find me at Slowvolution for your daily dose of healthy living inspiration. If you feel inspired by this episode and want to learn more about all things health, well-being and motherhood, be sure to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. This way the podcast can reach and inspire even more moms and moms-to-be. And make sure you stay tuned for the many upcoming exciting episodes. Wish you all a lovely week.